Hello, Omaha Talkers. Welcome to episode 14 of Omaha Talks. I am your co-host, Parker Steele, in the house with co-host... Brandon Herbal. And today we are sitting down and talking with Hutch owners, operators, entrepreneurs, Nick and Brandon. Welcome to the show, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Absolutely. So I guess just to get started, why don't we talk about Hutch? What is Hutch? For those that don't know. How would you describe Hutch? Why are you throwing it at me like that? Because I feel like I always like go first. I know you do. <laughs> so I know, and I, I expect that. So I'm really thrown by this. Oh you man, you have some time to think about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I just always fill in where he's uh, not gone. Um, man, so Hutch, Hutch started uh, four or five years ago. We, I guess, met, and I think right away both had kind of an untapped, just like creative nerve, I guess. And, uh, so right away we started like, well, I went into his house and I really liked the way he had it decorated. Like him and his, his roommate was an interior designer and they had it all styled with mid-century furniture. And I was like, man, this is really cool. I've never seen anything like this. So I was like, man, I've been to a lot of like garage sales lately and I've seen furniture like this price for super cheap. I was like, huh. So anyways, we just got to chatting. What year are we talking right now? 2012. Yeah, it was 2012. So I think like after several weeks of hanging out, he was like, I think I want to start this like website concept where we sell or like where I would sell furniture online. And I remember that he was, like, dropping this whole business plan, and I remember thinking, like, I wonder if he wants me to be involved, because, like, <laughs> I was not saying <laughs> that, about and it, I don't know if I would qualify, so. I think for you, it, <clears throat> it probably sounded a lot more fancy in your head, but it was it was literally, I just wanted to buy things and sell it on Craigslist. Sure. That, yeah. <laughs> I was brand Broke new. Yeah. Right away. Yeah, yeah, in your yeah. head. I don't think you'd let it just be that, though. Um, but... I mean, I always had an affinity uh, for thrifting, clothes, yeah. furniture, my whole life. I just, I'm ad- addicted to it. So when Brandon and I met, um, we would, uh, when we first started dating, we, instead of like going out for like drinks to eat or do something like that, we would go out and thrift furniture. Sure. So um, we go to thrift stores and be like, this thing's sweet. And I needed stuff for my new house. He needed stuff for his house. And, I mean, I had always been addicted to thrifting, and all of a sudden we just loved hanging out together and doing it, uh, thrifting together. So we we kept going, kept buying furniture, filled up his basement, filled up his spare bedroom, his porch, his living room. (laughs) At one point, I remember the living room, yeah, was full of, like, dressers. Yeah. And you couldn't even sit on the couch. So, like, ordered. Like, oh, it was, yeah. like, yeah. the craziest type. Really, yeah. like, so, when why? you say addiction, you mean addiction. <laughs> it like, was, yeah. It was, yeah. It was very real. And it's, like, we're not collecting, you know, like, little figurines or something. Like, right. these are full-on furniture. large pieces of furniture right. that weigh at least, like, 50 to 200 pounds. Oh, man. Um, well, and the first piece we actually ever bought, we found it on Craigslist. We borrowed his dad's truck, drove to Lincoln. There was this hutch listed online for $40. And we got there, looked at it, and and I think it was, like, across the street from your grandma, now that I'm thinking about it. No, that was a different one, but... Okay, okay. Um, so, yeah, we got there, and we're like, we see a little, you know, a little thing wrong here, so how about 30? Mm. You know, like, or I think 35. I think we like met at 35. So anyways, that was always a part of it, and our company's called Hutch, because the first piece we ever bought was a Hutch. I was just there curious. asking, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. There it is. It's a great name, yeah. too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and it's it's in Brandon's house. We'll never get rid of it, just because, like, we, we never planned on opening a store, <laughs> you know, like, right. sure. it was it was literally never in the plans. Um, we just collected furniture, and you heard Brandon say, like, he wanted to upload it online and do this thing. Am I qualified? Like, that's not... I was, like, literally just Craigslist. But his brain, <laughs> his brain always goes, like, to how can we make this amazing? Yeah. You know? So I think that's how he interpreted it. And, the yin uh, and the yang. I mean, you yeah. Gotta, exactly. You, get, you got the immediacy and the long run. That's, yeah. That's a good partnership right there. Yeah. And one of our 
and still to this day, one of the biggest, like, uh, tensions between us is, like, I'm, let's do this right now. You know, mm-hmm. like, a, like, and then he's just like, well, you know, it's not, he's like, <laughs> he's so conceptual. Yeah, he's so sure conceptual, <laughs> which is amazing. And I'm just, like, bouncing around like a pinball. Right, you know, right. Oh, Look what I just did. So you and my wife we get along very well. Like, <laughs> that's the exact same thing. Him or me? No, with with him. Like she she just like, well, we we drove to Florida once, and uh, I had like envelopes with different amounts of money for different. Like this is the hotel envelope. This was the you know. You did. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you did. When you got a budget and you're taking a family on vacation. Absolutely. Hey, 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 no judging. That like, just anal retentive about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, but she was smart. just like. Let's go down this country road, and there looks like there's a shop down there. Let's go drive down there, and then she wanted to like go to a pur- like get a purse, and we went to right. like, oh, like this is important. I, know, I was like, <laughs> well, I was like, this is taking us two hours out of our way. And, like, I, it all worked out in the end, obviously, and we made it home. But that was that nightmare trip to Florida that I told you about. Like, oh season. Jesus! Yeah, but yeah, it's just because she like I'm super like schedule itinerary budget structure. And, yeah, I feel like structure. there have been a lot of nightmare trips to Florida. Well, when you drive, yeah. you know what I mean. When yeah. you drive to Florida like, from Nebraska, it's hard not to like. And even just Florida, yeah, it's an odd place. Yeah, <laughs> um, through and through. It is, yeah. Uh, okay, so you guys, um, you're filling up the house with this furniture. At what point are you like, okay, maybe Craigslist is not the best medium to get rid of this stuff? I don't think so. That happened um, just kind of oddly because the plan was Craigslist. Sure. So we collected, it was over 100 pieces of furniture. Oh, my God. Um, so literally, we were crazy and hoarders. Like right. We were just being dumb <laughs> for no reason. And no one knew that we were collecting. It's like we had this, like, little obsession. Not little. We had this obsession with furniture that, like, got out of control. And I think that's, I mean, that's my personality for sure. And probably Brandon as well. Like, I'll get hooked on something. Yeah. Like, I had the same lunch for, like, two and a half years in a row. Sure. Because, so, the, the furniture thing was just... You like, obsess on more, things. More, 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 more. Yeah. So... Same way. Yeah. So, we... Um, Brandon um, went to Lowe's, I think, or Menards. Menards. Oh. Yep. Yeah. And bought... Because um, we were going to upload all this stuff to Craigslist, and he bought this, like, white barn wood, and he built a wall in his garage... And we shot all of the furniture, um, each piece of it, um, against this um, white barnwood wall. It was like the giant paneling that's like super cheap and yeah. super out of trend now. But yeah, it was. But well, we twenty twelve on trend. You were definitely onto something. I mean, that was, you know. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, we couldn't. Of course, we couldn't just like take a picture of it as it is and upload a Craigslist. Brand right. like. No, we need to build a wall. We need to have like so much white space around or empty space around it and take the picture so it looks the best it could possibly look. Sure. So took all the images and then randomly we just went downtown to visit a friend. Um, Seth, he opened up a new men's clothing shop called McLovin. Oh, yeah. And we just went, Brandon was working at Clark Creative at the time. Um, I was working at Crave uh, doing sales and marketing. He was a graphic designer and uh, we met downtown and like, let's go visit Seth's new shop. So I went and said hi. And again, for no reason, we're like sending back and forth images of like, our furniture would look so cool in this space. We're like, I feel like we should have like this vibe, but, like, but we don't have anything yet, right? And didn't really plan to. And uh, so one of the inspiration images was like brick walls, concrete floors, um, and then just these like fun like mid-century colors. It was actually like a fossil ad mm-hmm. or something. It was a fossil magazine. Yeah, right. So, um, so anyways, we go to a shop and in the basement it's just completely empty. Um, you like it, you walk in and you probably don't even know there's a basement in there, but we like peek down there and um, it was brick walls and concrete floors. Got that industrial. <laughs> yeah. Was it the old simple. market location or yeah. the one on Tenth Street? Okay. Cause yeah. Yeah, because it moved to next to House of Loom for a little bit. It too, did right? for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that was just his underwear shop. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I went in and I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just underwear. What do I do here? Life's too short. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. bad underwear. Okay, <laughs> so you start taking pictures and you're like, oh shit, we got something going here. Like, I mean, well, not even. I mean, I think his 
like, again, for me, it's just like, I want to get rid of this stuff. But he's like, no, I need to make it look the best it can possibly look. So that's what, that's what happened. We took the pictures, went, saw the basement. I was like, oh, well, maybe we can just bring it all here and just sell it, like, at once. So we, like, chatted about it. We took Seth out to lunch and made the most, like, BS business plan that has ever existed. Um, and we, like, bought, we, like, took him to sushi, like, over lunch and just pretended, like, we're going to bring you so many customers. And we're gonna, <laughs> you know, like, and it was just... He, and also, you get the lunch menu, so it's cheaper, too. Exactly. So you get, like, yeah. Yeah. Schmoozing with <laughs> the... Excellent. Yeah. 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 Our first expensed meal. Um, and uh, so we, he's like, sure. We ended up, like, signing or, like, agreeing to a three-month lease that we paid $300 a month. Ouch. We'd just be open on the weekends, uh, just Saturday, Sunday, because we worked our, our regular jobs. Right. So um, we did it. And then after um, we were, a lot of people came. And you can maybe describe what we did with the hutch to open. Like, still, no one had no idea what we were doing or why or. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, well, I, what I remember in the beginning was. Um, we created like a, a logo and a brand identity yeah. and mm-hmm. it just kind of like came together which never happens for me like I really struggle with logos and whatnot which I think a lot of and our names were really funny like we almost were called rummage rummage oh, yeah we had like a mm-hmm. list of like rummage. yeah we had like probably 50 yeah. names that definitely yeah. speaks to the hoarder vibe yeah <laughs> like, yeah because like what do we do like we just rummage through everything <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah like so but it's good that we didn't I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter, but... Yeah, but now you have this amazing story and a piece to signify it. Like, you yeah. cannot make that's that up. That's, the yeah, that's you beautiful. Have a hutch. Yeah. It's in your house. Yeah. Well, that, that's the name of the company. Yeah, yeah it's it super, here. like, yeah, anyone says hutch, everyone knows what it is. So, right. Yeah. I mean, it's funny how that thing, how that stuff works. Yeah, so anyways, I sent you a logo and brand identity and it like worked like it was cool I even liked it which is rare and (laughs) like so um oh I remember creating like the Facebook page and like hindsight I think I realize now it's because Nick has like 8,000 Facebook friends or something I don't know he's like he's Mr. like Omaha like social butterfly like you know so I can't believe we've never met before we created this yeah that's insane we created this like Facebook page and I remember like the first night we are just like let's just upload this so we we did like crazy things we wanted to do like let's just do like really crazy photos that make people question what's like what the heck are we doing so we Part of the original story was we took this giant hutch, which I swear I still have back issues from carrying, mm-hmm. but we took it's it. so heavy. In the <laughs> beginning, walnut, yeah. Oh, God. Like, took it. Probably uh, 200 pounds. Up on the Bob Pedestrian Bridge, like, a, one morning, because I wanted to, like, we one wanted morning. to get a picture mm-hmm. of, like, the, the sunrise and call it, like, the dawn of hutch. And we wanted to do, like, three different images and then I told him, I'm like, please do not tell any of your friends. Like, well, I just want to upload these with no explanations. You're leaving out something about that morning? Okay. So, <laughs> we we parked the truck, like, the Bob uh, Carey Pedestrian Bridge. It's, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. We wake up at 4 to, like, load it up, get ready, get down there so that we're there for the sunrise. So, like, two idiots that we are, we take the hutch, like, carry it. We don't have a dolly or anything. Oh, God. And at the base of the bridge, like, we park, like, in that U-shape. And right. we start carrying it. <laughs> On that windy-ass thing. Yeah. Like, oh, it's not yeah. a short you walk. A no, yeah, it's yeah. Not, yeah. It's, like, a football field away, at least. And there's people out, like, working out and, like, running. And they're like, like, there's no they end. There's no <laughs> end to where you're bringing this. Like, you go across the bridge, there's nothing. There's a big field. Can you imagine the reactions? Yeah, <laughs> Like, are I they know. throwing this in the river? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. And he had so many looks. <laughs> so, anyways, we get out there the first time. And, of course, it, like, takes forever to bring that thing out there. And take a picture of it. And throw it back in the truck. And go back home. And Brandon's like, 
Mm, I don't think we got it. So <laughs> oh, have to man. do it the next day. No, it was actually we always say that it was a it was a week later, but we did. Oh, it was yeah. a week later. Uh, I talked to him. I talked him into it. Oh, I don't remember so, that. And then after we did the second well, I one, think I think you'd have to give him at least a week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I always said it was the next day. No, it was a week later. But then like, after we did the second like one, I was looking over the photos <laughs> and I was like, actually, we're gonna have to use all these photos from the first shoot. Yeah, and it was just an iPhone photo. Like I had yeah. my nice camera and. Anyway, so that that was kind of the full story of that. And yeah, the concept behind that one was predetermined. It was going to be called, yeah, the Dawn of Hutch. We were going to get the, like, the sunrise just coming up with a picture of the hutch. And then in the glass of the hutch, we actually photoshopped um, the skyline of Omaha in it. So corny. <laughs> but it was a cute picture. I mean, I could probably pull it off my phone as. And look where it look where it got you. I know. I well, know if we're corny or not, man. At this yeah. time, we we didn't even have a Facebook page. We didn't have anything, so we just uploaded to our personal pages. Okay. Like the dawn of Hutch, and like of course, just like what, like what do you you know? That doesn't really make any sense, and that was kind of the idea. Uh, I loved it that the that there was no explanation. Like yeah, you know, there was so many like likes, but people were like, what. What is what am I liking? As yeah. someone that has like done things like that, it, it's awesome to like know that you have this crazy awesome idea, but nobody else. Knows. But they like show mm-hmm. interest into it and just like yeah. feeding you know. Like the image is there. Yeah. Like they, like, to, like you and are. Intrigued, you, yeah, you, you're providing intrigue. Whole, like, or you're yeah. inducing intrigue, yeah, but right. it's just like, oh man, you don't even know. Don't even like, know what this is going down? We're actually just selling lighters. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like yeah. you know, or whatever you know. Yeah. But it worked. Uh, uh, apparently, yeah. Yeah. And then the next picture, we brought uh, the hutch down in the old market and, like, stopped one of those horse and carriages. We're like, hey, can you come over here and can we take a picture with you? And the guy was can like... Can we put the hutch on top of the horse? No, yeah. Literally, that's what we were going to do. That's what we were going to put the... I was going to try to put the hutch... In the carriage? In the carriage. Yeah. Which, to me now, is, like, absolute insanity. But that was my plan, but it didn't... No, that's not absolute insanity. What's absolute insanity is the fact that there's a horse and carriage riding around the old market of Omaha. How long is that ride? It can't be long at all. I think I've done it before, though. But okay, okay. But let's let's think about this. Like my grandparents are cattle ranchers. I grew up like like doing stuff like that, right? Yeah. And I feel like the people that would come, you know, let's say rural tourists that yeah. come to Omaha, they're people that probably have horses and carriages. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, it's just like, right. it's, it's like, just oh. like the farm, but we're here. It begs the question, is it, is it worth having the old market smell like poop? <laughs> I don't you know, think so. just for some horse rides. <laughs> Total <laughs> side story, but I, I someone, someone, a friend of mine's, brother or cousin or something uh, proposed to his wife on one of the like oh, care drives and she got pissed at him <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. got proposed to I on the care drive that's but, which I mean sorry, I don't blame her I don't no blame I don't blame her, her at all but, I don't. God, I wish I knew who that was. He could have just did, done it at home. Yeah, yeah. he was. She was just like, in an alley. really? <laughs> yeah, in an alley. Yeah, yeah, in an alley. Yeah, like, all the guys taking out the trash. I mean, you're like, oh. why? Behind I mean, it's, it's like it's supposed to be charming. Like, yeah, it's it's a romantic thing. But I guess it's like it's so cliche. Yeah, like yeah. I I did it with a group of friends. We were like, walking, like should we do it? And that's when you do it. Yeah. That's when you do right? it. Right? Like, like, we've never done it. We just yeah. go take a ride on this. You're not like, carriage. I think I want to be with this person for the rest of my life. Yeah. Really, what we need to do is. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of awkward. If we need to like, do it. Hey, babe, let's, let's <laughs> clock around the old bar. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. It's got to yeah. be. Like, I guarantee. I can only imagine. <laughs> and I've, I've been on horses a lot. I have. But I can just I, I see those horses down there. They have to be miserable. Oh, I know. I'm just like, so oh, terrible for them. fuck this. <laughs> like yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to be in and a field. And then they take them all the way back just, to buy like the Wells Fargo on Arnie. on 16th. Yeah, Jesus Christ. And that's where they're stable. Yeah, that road they have to like walk around on. Those I just feel terrible. Oh man. Yeah. Hashtag free the horses. Yeah. yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Peter, are you listening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. The old market shouldn't smell like poop. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it, it's gonna smell like piss no matter what we do. Yeah. Like, yeah. do we need to put? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you guys, you guys have this photo. You get the likes. Things are moving. Like, at what point are you guys like? collectively, oh shit, we need to take this up. Like, we need to... I mean, I, I might be making a jump, but it seems like it worked, so... I think, like... So we did two other pictures, I'll just say them quick. We took that hutch in front of the horse and carriage and uploaded another picture that said, the love of your life has four legs and three drawers. And that was it. And then the last picture was in front of our, like, first shop in the old market and said, drum roll, please. Then that day, we opened our Facebook page, posted all the photos that we took, and then the couple, first couple weekends, we almost sold out of everything. Whoa. And thank all God. hundreds of well, pieces of... Well, of our, like, crazy, showroom, yeah. like... We got a write-up in the Omaha, Omaha World Herald mm-hmm. that, I mean, we were really busy that yeah. first weekend. And we, we were. It was super busy. So, like, <clears throat> it was only, like, 800 square feet, so you can't fit all the pieces in there, so we still had a bunch of back stock. Where's your head at when this is happening? He's just like, whoa. Yeah, that was crazy. It, it was really weird. Like, I remember we went and bought, like, Hero Sushi with <laughs> the money that we made. And we're like, whoa, this is, like, extra money. Right, like, right, right. That was such an interesting oh feeling God. of, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm, what is this? You know, like, yeah. it was just a, a, it was a crazy feeling. Especially because your aspirations were not that. Right. You yeah. know, so no, when, when, when you hit it, it's like, oh, Saki bombs for everybody. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, I remember going back to work the for after the first weekend, after we sat behind this, like, old, it was a big 60s bar was our front desk, you know. And we sat there all weekend, and people came in and out Saturday and Sunday. <clears throat> and I went to work on Monday, and I remember sitting down at my desk and going, like, like I'm done here. Like, yeah. I knew immediately that whatever happened that weekend had took me. Like, I was like, I knew. And I had just gotten that job at Clark Creative, which was an ad agency. It was the first time I had worked at an ad agency. I'd always wanted to work at an ad, ad agency. You know, a friend kind of got me in. And I just knew at that moment <laughs> that I was like, shit. I think that's pretty significant because you strike me as a calculated individual. <laughs> so, like, that's yeah. a pretty big... To that, feel that, yeah. like, deep down emotional, yeah. like, this is it type of thing. Yeah. And you're trying to do your work, and you're just like... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, that was a whole other situation. Like, we always talked about leaving our jobs. Like, I I was at my job, the first job out of college, and I, I loved it. I was doing sales and marketing for a hospitality company, free lunches, free dinners, you know, like... Yeah. Just... Not a bad gig. Just living it. You know, like, I, I really liked it. Um, I was able to do, like, kind of set my own schedule and, you know, create relationships with the community that, it, I mean, it, it was a great first job. Well, we always talked about, like, oh, you know, like, maybe we can do this full time. And this, again, like, everything felt like it was made up, and uh, which it still feels like that. And Brandon called me one day. He's like, I did it. I was like, you did what? He's like, I quit. Oh, shit. I was like. I put him in two weeks. In. Yeah, and he's like, are you going to do it? I was like, <laughs> you oh. didn't just like stand up on your desk right. and be like, I'm fucking out of oh, here. Cool. No, I was like, Fuck no, you. I'm Fuck not. You. You're cool. Yeah, and then he got mad at me. He's like, we talked about both doing it. And I'm just like, I was like, there's no way. I was like, there, I'm not quitting my job. There was a little bit more, like, I'm pretty sure like the day before I was like, okay, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Like there was a little bit more warning. I just don't think he... But you don't register it as realize real. Right. It doesn't, do it. like everything we've talked about... You see that at home, like when you're in your bedroom and you're just hanging out and talking. You have a bottle but, of wine. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, But when you and go to the work the next day, you're like, <laughs> oh fuck, yeah, that's not happening. I'm going to... Yeah, I was like, no, no. I was like, and then I called my boss that day. And I was like, hey, Marlo. Did you get Brandon a child here? <laughs> no, yeah, right? I was like, I'm going to start serving as well. Um, so I, yeah, I was like, so we started Hutch, and I've been thinking and working about uh, on it during work hours, and I'm feeling a little bit more passionate about that than I am my current job. 
And I just I, love this confession to your boss. Well, your, I, I can just your responsibility, see. like brain, like was taking over, and you had to confess these things. Yeah, I, I can like, see Marlo. Yeah, I can see Marlo's face on yeah. the other line, just like mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, like, I I did a really good job at at work at for them, and I really liked what I did. So, but she was she's great, and she's just like, well. Um, why don't you think over what you said and <laughs> call me tomorrow? <laughs> like, right, that's right, all she right. said. Oh, man. Yeah. And uh, oh. so then I said, I was like, okay, I'm going to stay until we find a replacement. Because I had, like, the utmost, like, they, I mean, they helped me, like, grow into a professor. I was, like, an intern, and then, like, they made me uh, a manager. And then I was, like, the first person in the company to have, like, a dual role, like, sales and marketing. And then they, like made me go around um, the country and, like, train other stores and, like... Oh, wow. So it was... It was you were so, in deep. You you were in deep. And, and they gave me, bit. like, yeah, really good opportunities. And this was at Crave? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was at Crave. So um, I went to, like, uh, Coral Gables, Florida, and then Minneapolis, and, like, they... Yeah, they sent me all around. I guess I didn't even realize it was a chain. Mm-hmm. I knew they were part of a group. I didn't know it was that. Cascade Hospitality. Out. They have a union in Minneapolis. So they have like a rooftop okay. downtown. And then the owner is this just like super amazing Persian dude who just like, I guess his house is just full of like Versace everything. And he's just like a typical, like, no, I guess he's not typical anything. But he he's amazing. I like him already. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love Versace. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, he's he's awesome. Um, so, anyways, I then the next day I was like, I'll stay until I we find a replacement. I'll train them and I'll leave. So that happened. And at that point, since I worked in Midtown Crossing, they kind of like caught wind of what we were doing, and they're like, we need you guys to move to Midtown. So we eventually did quit our jobs and just was doing this vintage thing. And when people approach you, like, you need to do this in Midtown, are these people that, um, like, developers in Midtown? Mm-hmm. Cross- okay. Because yeah. at that so. time, probably around that time, and I know a little bit about it, I mean, they were trying to fill up space because they had built it. Mm-hmm. Right. And, I mean, you guys came in maybe a little later on, but still, like, exactly. they were just looking for people to fill up the space because they had yeah, It was this, after like, their, like, boutique run. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, do you guys have the biggest space down there? Definitely. Retail. Well, retail, anyways. Oh, yeah. retail I mean, for yeah. sure. Yeah, there's not much retail. Yeah, I mean the afternoon is is it's probably a f- half or a fourth of what. Yeah. We are. Yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of a tiny spot. Yeah, and then there's like Definitive Vision, but they're an eyeglass. They like sell glasses. Yeah. They're like an optometrist. So not a lot of retail outlets <laughs> in Midtown Crossing. Um, what year did you guys sign the lease? And Midtown. Like, when did you get that spot? Do you know? Well, I mean... This is a, this is a quiz. I know. It is a quiz. <laughs> Do you know? Well, we, we did the mid-century thing for, you know... You know. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 2013. 2013. So, so yeah. this so the timelines, we've, we've talked about a lot of things, but... It's pretty crazy. Oops. So we first right. started hanging out. We weren't even dating. We start, first started hanging out in like October of 2012. And we started dating probably like early in the new year of 2013. We opened up our first shop June 1st. So like it it, it, it happened so quick. You know, sure. like we're just like collecting and like. Blah. Have a good question on question on the relationship. Were were you wanted to rush into it, and he wanted to question whether you should date for a while? Or oh yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's been a the, uh, conversation. Like, I feel like until like the last like couple months, <laughs> like it's been like I wanted to be in a relationship, was, and he's kind of like eh. we we're, we have really funny stories about. Well, when we first got well, when we first started seeing each other, I was going through like a breakup. And yeah, I was like super. I was in gloomy world, so this whole like hush it's excellent timing on your game. Yeah, and I was like, okay, so I did a year of sobriety at when I was twenty five, and I didn't eat like bread or grains for a year, so I was like this machine. Oh man! I had like a twelve pack, oh. and I was like, 
buy them. That's a lot of bikes. No, like literally, I was like just like a machine. Right I was a machine. So like he came over to my house one night and drank a whole bottle of wine while I just sat there. You know, like yeah, he wasn't eating grain or like drinking or, or drinking. Yeah, I then drank a whole bottle of wine and had too much drink. Because yeah. as you said, all the way down that you're in gloomy world. Yeah. So it was Got kind it. of like a collision of stars. You know what I'm saying? Like you guys. Yeah. Well, and we, and and we can edit this out too, but it's like insane. Like, like I was going through a divorce when I met Missy, mm-hmm. and she had like done that whole exact same thing. It's insane. That's it crazy because we were talking so about, yeah, offline yeah, a little bit of like how it's so similar. But yeah, yeah, and I mean, honestly, I mean, everybody who's probably listening to this and knows Nick, he's like, he's so happy and like doesn't have like a a sad bone in his body. So I was like. Oh my god! I need more of this in my life. You know, it was yeah. just the perfect. It was perfect. And he, so. he has Array at least eight, sunshine, and he has will. at least yeah. eight of the twelve packs that he's referring to. <laughs> yeah. He currently he's has, not wearing a shirt right now. Not, one pack, not anymore. <laughs> oh man! Hey, I, I actually have my pants unbuttoned right yeah, now. Yeah, for, for verification, I like messages. to pull out my See, roll sometimes. I, I totally get that, man. Because I, uh, my wife and I. She told me at one point when we were dating, she was like, you know, I really like you, but you're honestly the most negative person I've ever met in my oh. life. And I was just like, oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Like that was a little bit of a real, and maybe I was relishing in that a little bit, you know, cause it's easier to be negative. So yeah. then when you do meet somebody that's just like, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> the sun is shining. Let's get after wow. this. Wow. I can't believe she said that, but I mean. She did. She did. Wow. But now they have a child and. Happily so married, like stuff. it, it yeah. works out. Yeah, I so and now you guys own a business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's it, You're it the works. Most negative person. Ever. So <laughs> every <laughs> morning, we wake up. the alarm pops up. You were so negative. Uh, no, but we laugh about. It. We're we're so different. Yeah, but it's uh, it, we laugh about it now. But do you? Do, I mean, wouldn't you agree? And I know we've talked a lot about this off mic and whatnot. And Brandon will attest to this that like. Opposites attract is the cliche, but I would like to say that opposites create, you know what I mean? Because you, you, you throw these two things, you have the spontaneity, you have the methodical, you know, you put that together. Mm -hmm. That is. Missy always calls it the empire. She's like, we're building our empire. There you go. And it's true. I could not say it better. No, she 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 was like, we're building our empire together and we're you know we're totally like I she'll have a conversation with me or ask me a question about something and I'll totally like break it apart and give her the rundown of everything and make her feel better and then she does the same thing but almost to like push me to like do something and be a little more spontaneous sure. and I because I'm so like methodical and just like want it to be perfect or she's like just Hashtag do it envelopes. right yeah yeah, and, yeah, hashtag envelopes. Yeah, I'm the envelope guy. I'm myself, <laughs> but whatever. You don't have an envelope for that. <laughs> was that on camera earlier? No, it wasn't, but... Uh, or no, maybe. It was. It was. Yeah, I mean, I have the same thing. Like, I get in my head a lot with, like, you know, interactions and have a lot of anxiety about, you know, like, oh, I see the right thing. Uh, and my wife will just be like, yo... Shut up. Yeah, like, who it's cares? Fine. They yeah. don't care yeah. that you accidentally didn't hold the yeah. door open. Like, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. I think it's a small town, too, though. I think it yeah. is, man. Yeah. I think it is. We we have this, like, politeness thing because people will talk about it. Yeah. You come from a small town. It's like, that piece of shit. But at the same time, it might be polite, but, like, so we've had a thing where, like, I'm really generous, you know, with things. And, and it annoys me. Yeah, and you're not generous. <laughs> you're not generous, but like I'll be generous and like you're like no, you can't do that or why are you doing that? But it'll be Maybe that's not relevant for the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all relevant. I, uh, it's all re- yeah. I guess that's the one thing that you and I are like though, because I I'm, I mean you guys came here and I'm like here take this take yeah. this yeah here's the shirt here's a poster yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm just always giving things like to I love yeah, that yeah. that's true that I had true. to reel it in so though. I guess we're Brandy, just like, you are very <laughs> I just love getting it. yeah you know you do yeah, yeah. I, I do too anyway anyway so, back to retail yeah, space. sorry man whatever these are good stories so you guys get the spot midtown crossing you open up 2013 you open up uh the curtain drops 
you know, when you had to make decisions about what pieces to put in your store, like, what was that process? Because you guys clearly had an inventory. I'm assuming at this point you had a warehouse. You know, you had... We we found... Oh, man. We had a warehouse, like, underneath one of my... Not one of my houses. Underneath the place that I lived. And we let it sit there too long, and everything got moldy, which was awesome. Mm. Um but at that Thank point, you, it, Nebraska. Yeah, that's perfect. it was still that's all vintage. That's what everybody vintage. wants with mid-century furniture. It's a little bit of mold. Yeah, we, we got to scrape it off. Wiped it off with like paper towel. Like it's perfect. <laughs> you don't smell anything. Tarnish kills everything. Um. So at that point, like inventory was still like honestly, when I started collecting, we didn't know what mid-century furniture was or the style. You know, like we were just drawn, like naturally to the lines and the colors, and then we found out later. That it was mid-century okay. stuff. Yeah. So. And if you, real quick, if you had to define, if you both had to define mid-century furniture to listeners, like, in a nutshell, like, how would you define that? You go first. Mode of style. I can. I know that's a tricky Only question. because my wife and I love mid-century. We went to Palm Springs. Have you guys ever been to Palm Springs, mm-hmm. by the way? No. Yeah, I have. Yeah, it's awesome. Right, you gotta go. It's amazing. It's mid-century, like, mecca. Capital. Yeah. yeah. Um, Why is that? A lot of gays there. Yeah, yeah. Good taste. <laughs> a lot yeah, of good taste. Yeah, just, really? well, yeah no, it there's is, a lot. Yeah, of, yeah there's, there's a like, lot. Yeah, but I think it's just culture. the the uh, just the culture and yeah, the taste of the people. That live there. The t- town's not very big. It's also very seasonal. Actually, like one of my friends, him and his husband, they had a home, like a vacation home there. It's like a very like vacation home type mm-hmm. situation. So there's money for cool. around disposable income. People are buying like. Stylish furniture, yeah. and that. But I say it's like it's the Jetsons, but from the sixties. Like it's there we very go. Like there we go. S- simpl- minimalist, like simple. Yeah. But right. like kind of like with a like a futuristic. Sure. Edge to it, I Ato- guess. Okay, yeah. so like I I refer to this as like atomic age. So I feel like our stuff wasn't like too atomic. Okay. You know, like we were more drawn to, um, like the solid walnuts and okay. like the lines of, of some, like, sofas and the fabrics. Like, we the tweedy fabric and, like, the the avocado green and the, like, sure. um, you know, tweedy orange um, fabrics. Like, yeah, we really, we really, like, we're drawn to, like, desks and dining tables and dining chairs. Like, like maybe at one point in time, this dresser was on some shag carpet. Not really. Okay. We we actually went uh, more like Danish modern with okay. our style. It okay. wasn't like too atomic. Okay. You know, it was it was sometimes. more of like sometimes like just to fill in. But I feel like where we really got excited was like the Danish modern. Sure. So it's like the cigarette legs or not the cigarette like the cigar. You know, like the the pointy wooden legs comes down things. to an edge at the mm-hmm. okay okay yeah and like the really clean lines but. The more we learned about the time period, it's like, I don't know if that'll ever exist again. Like, designers partnered with architects, and they both, like, built furniture together, and they, like, got so much traction, you know, from that. It's it's kind of like a lot of the makerhood in, in Omaha or the mm-hmm. Midwest. It's like having that really gain, like, national attention. Sure. You know, like, it, it was, they, they designed furniture... That was so solid and mm-hmm. so quality. It was well. And part it, of, like, I, I want to say part of that was so there was the Great Depression, mm-hmm. so everyone, no one could spend money, and then all of a sudden people had money, and there was this huge like wave of like creative expression that happened after that, which was mid-century furniture, yeah. and that's what I I love that story because it's like yeah. people were like oh. I have money to buy this and it's kind of out there and weird. And, well, I think at the base of this conversation and, and furniture in general, we're talking about art yeah, yeah. and craftsmanship. Yep. And, and, but and in that era too, though, it was just like, it's the future. We mm-hmm. do have money. Yeah. It's like, I'm the Jetsons. Like right. that's, you know, it was just like trying to push it. Like it was, they were trying to be 2015 and in the sixties. I mean, it was just like a lot of, right. but, I mean the Danish stuff, not that's more of the atomic side of it, but like, mm-hmm. 
don't know. And it was it, like, it's yeah, so it's time. unfortunate that we've moved into, you know, and God bless IKEA, they do what they do. <laughs> but you know, Nebraska that's furniture mart. yeah, Nebraska furniture mart. We, they, we actually love IKEA. <laughs> oh, absolutely, I do too. I, yeah, but well, like, really but like IKEA. a guy, you know, like when you see a piece that was built with hands, mm-hmm. that is True, is one piece, Brand's mm-hmm. desk, <laughs> that you know, like that is special. That is a piece of art. It's mm-hmm. like you know, I mean, it I wouldn't even. Call it functional art. Like it is art. You yeah. know? Not to showcase my desk, but for a little bit. <laughs> for a little bit though. But I'm you know, so you, like, you go to furniture mart, you go to IKEA and you buy a desk. It's seriously like I feel like when you put that stuff together, there's pieces left over. It feels like kind of janky because I like put the screw in too hard. Yeah. Or like I fucked it up somehow. Yeah. And then it's just always just kind of a piece of shit that I've spent $300 mm-hmm. on. Where like this desk, my friend Kyle Peterson, shout out to Kyle Peterson, built this desk from scratch and I was just like, I want to invest in something that is going to last me for the next Super 50 cool. years or I can hand down exactly. to my grandchildren yeah. or whatever. And that's yeah. what we were purchasing yeah. at the and, beginning. Yeah. 50 or 60 year old furniture that was solid still. Right. And still looked amazing. You know, like, no way the, like, 90% of the furniture we have in our houses today are going to last after 50 years, but... No. I mean, uh, everyone's looking for a little bit different, but times are changing. A lot of people for like, sure. we're all ADD prone, you know, so mm-hmm. it's like, I don't want this anymore. I've had it for like six months. I want something different. Sure. So um, that's kind of like what transitioned Hutch. So like we had our vintage store and we had one of our main vendors, Gus Modern out of Toronto... Someone sent us, like, an email just out of the blue. Like, we love what you guys are doing. We think our new furniture would pair good with your old furniture. Okay. And we just kind of like, okay, what? <laughs> so we then um, booked a flight to High Point Market in North Carolina, which is, like, 22 million square feet of furniture showroom. So it's literally, like, <laughs> midtown. It's a city of furniture. Yeah, it's a city of furniture. Shit. So it yeah. spans from, like, if you imagine, like, midtown to downtown, to north downtown, and that all connected in one, and literally everything. That's insane. And all That's of the insane. buildings, My so God. like, it's pretty much like the main The Smithsonian of, like, furniture. That's it was excellent. But <laughs> it's crazy because, like, that's where, it was like the manufacturing capital um, of the United States, like, everything was manufactured there, and then pretty much overnight, like, everything got shipped to China. Mm-hmm. Was, know, like, was that because of an abundance of wood? I mean, because they're like right by the Appalachians. There's a lot. I think of, like, it was just forest. cheap. Oh, like in North Carolina. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> Let's go with that though. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Well, I mean, it would make you know, more sense. And of, it's like, a coastal city, central. so it was easier to ship. I mean, I'm just sure. wondering. I, this is yeah. fucking interesting. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you're fine. But like, literally overnight, like all the manufacturing and warehousing like went to overseas. So they were High Point in North Carolina. It was it was it was a ghost town. So what they decided to do as a as a city was bring in all of these uh, furniture manufacturers to now show their goods. So okay. literally, like every high rise, every business, every restaurant, everything turned into a furniture showroom. So there, it's, I think it's like just two times a year that there's market furniture market, but other than that. They're, they're not open. So it's basically like the College World Series happens in High Point Market twice a year. And that's how they... Do you guys still go there? Uh, we haven't been for a while. We went to Vegas a couple like a month ago. Yeah, we went to Vegas. The same it's not, thing. It's not, yeah. It's we not as good. Market. But, yeah. but literally, it's just so weird, like, walking everywhere. Like, wait, there's no restaurants. There's no coffee shop. Like, this is all... It looks like a city, but it's all furniture showrooms. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. That was pretty great. Yeah, it was. I I told Brandon like after our first trip, I was like, "That was the best week of my life." Like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was so it was so fun. Well, something happens too when you own a retail store. Like when you own your house, at least I don't know. Some people are like this. Some people probably aren't. But when you own your own house, or sorry, when you have a house, like you try to showcase like your style. Mm-hmm. So like when people come over, you have guests over. That's why you buy like decorative things and like. Your furniture, you know. It's an extension of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you're trying to showcase, like, this is my creative expression. Well, when you own a retail store, that's what happens. Like, Mm -hmm. this is your creative expression. So, um, it's been really interesting. My house is, I mean, it looks like trash because my creative expression is no longer my house. (laughs) Right. It is 
Hutch. So <laughs> it's just interesting. Like when we went to um, High Point, you're walking around like shopping for your store, but it feels like you're shopping for your house. Like sure. all these things, you're like, we could bring this to the store and be part of, you know, so. And I mean, yeah. to be fair, like you have to put a cap on that because I'm sure you yeah. guys went there and you're just like, bam, 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 bam. Like yeah. it's, that has to be an onslaught of, um, material or, or, you know, th- things that, so you really probably had to be selective when you were doing that as far as like bringing things back or things that adhere to your personal taste right? or your, you know, collective mm-hmm. taste that you want to put forth in Hutch. So when you guys went there, like what, what's your method? Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a conversation for pieces, but like, how, how do you, I mean, we're talking about halfway across the country. Like how, how does that work? It's, it's actually pretty organic. Like we always try to set up a plan, but once you get there, it's like, it just goes out the window. Sure. So our only plan was to try to see everything there. And we saw a lot of it. So, like, when we went to Vegas uh, a couple weeks ago, we walked every single floor, every single showroom, and it took from, like, 9 in the morning to 6 p.m., like, every day of literally just walking around. And a lot of it, too, like... Because, like, every showroom you go into, there's free food and free booze. Oh, no shit. Everyone Everyone is walking around around That's what I was going to say. This is like a trade show. Yeah. I mean... No, it is. Yeah. They're trying to, like, you know, like, you're... They're all wholesalers. Right. So they're trying to get you to sell their products. They're trying to, you know, yeah, wine and dine you. So it was... Wow. It was great. But what we, you know, like, this all started so organically that we weren't about, like, partnering with people that, like, just wanted a buck or, like, a salesperson. You know, we're like, hey, we want true partners, you know, right. but, like... Because there's got to be a lot of that floating around. Oh, yeah. Especially in... I mean, when, when, what year are we talking? Uh, this The last time you 2013. went? Yeah, like, so what's happening? Original, yeah, like, the vintage the thing time, is, yeah. is, is going down, so it's a lot of, like, cheesy, schmoozy... I bet they were delighted to meet two boys from Nebraska, like... You know what I mean? Like, handshakes and, like, legitimate, this is what we're doing. I'm assuming. Did you feel that same way, like, going to Vegas just recently? I mean, is it, like, because I've been to trade shows, like, for clothing. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's It's a lot of schmooze. It's a lot of cheese. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we, we pretty much don't entertain that portion of it. Like, we only really are partnering with companies that we really like their stuff as well as really like the people. Right. You know, like, I'll, we just have, we've had to cut out a few vendors of like, hey, you're actually just shitty people, but right. we like your stuff, so see you later. Right. You know, like, it's just, you know, you just you just have to do that because for us, we're not really in it for the business aspect. We're in it because this is what we love to do and we want people to feel you know, kind of the same emotion that we have towards our, you know, like what we do. So we can't have brands that are in it for that. I mean, everyone, you need to have, you need to make money to, you know, keep a store open, but you can do it in a way that is, you know, ethically sound and like, there for your customer and then you feel you good know, about yeah exactly you know, you're not like making deals with the devil to sell a desk yeah know? like it's ah, I think that's I super that. important like, yeah I mean, it's so it's, important if you're doing anything entrepreneurial the right way like to just yeah just follow your heart and do it because you like it and then hopefully there's other people that are going to enjoy it for that's the same reason that's all we say yeah. but otherwise yeah. there's people yeah that are just in the money or you know let's whatever. be fair that's the easy way you know what I mean? Like if you're just to, if you're just into taking account whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. if you're into taking accounts and it's just uh, hand over fist, dollar for dollar, yeah, the personality goes out of there. But what I think is so interesting, not only about you guys, but a lot of local businesses in Omaha, you know, we're into that. You know, like that that is kind of our personality. We like that handshake and that conversation, mm-hmm. and not just numbers on a page but well, like, and that you're not being able to sit in a room with somebody and not want to just stare at your watch the entire time you right. know? and you're also you you guys specifically but then also the people that are working at the store are knowledgeable of what they're selling too like mm-hmm. they know 
what's in there, what the story behind it is. I mean, you know, we, we talk about that a lot. I mean, it's just, it's something that you just, you don't have that connection. Like, right. you, you can go to the mall if you want, just some mm-hmm. nonchalant yeah. know, bullshit experience. But, like, I want to know, like, where this was made or how you got it or, you know, what the story behind it. Yeah. You know? And the same thing as it's so interesting, like, when you like the people that you work with, it's kind of like if your mom or your sister or your best friend, like, got involved in, like, a, a pyramid scheme type thing, but the product was really good. You know, you try to, like, talk to you about it and be serious. You know, like, this is actually really great. You know, like, it's not necessarily that way <laughs> with our vendors, but, like, you feel that way. It's like, no, I really like you, you know, so it's like, yeah. I want to talk about the product as well. You know, so it's not just, like, this blind thing of, like, this is pretty. It's like, no... I have a vested, like, emotional connection with you, and I know you're a great person, and I love what you guys stand for, mm-hmm. so I want you to hear about this. Sure. So, yeah. Not the women we went to high school with that are selling, like, lotion, and, I don't know. I feel like I have, like, six people I follow on oh, Facebook yeah. that are just I know, selling. Right? Oh, God. Yeah. Or, like, By laminated portraits? Like, I've never I seen that. I've just always oh, seen, like, yeah, like yeah. hair or, like, makeup. It's like, but, uh... Well, I just want to thank both of you guys for not only coming on the show, but for doing what you do. Uh, I have recently purchased a home, so ready yeah. to just deck it out. Got to gotta get the uh, the baby's room set up, you know, but it's mid-century. Well, not even mid-century. It's a 30s home. I comb through you guys' website all the time. Uh, and I think what you guys are doing are, is fantastic. Brandon and I feel the same way, obviously. Yeah, I mean, my uh, wife works at Haneyville as a photo stylist, and they got uh, they get inspiration days uh, once a month, and they go to Hutch. No to get way. inspiration. Yeah, they just went there a week, and that's where she got my Valentine's gift. You just so. put Haneyville on blast. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's awesome. But, like, so, and, and side note, and I can edit this out because nobody probably really cares, but <laughs> volcano candles mm-hmm. are literally, like, Missy took me to Anthropology once, oh, yeah. and they had them there, and, like, mind blown, and Missy was like, they had black volcano candles at mm-hmm. Hutch, and I, like, had to get a flavor. Okay, I didn't know that, amazing. and my wife is obsessed with volcano candles, mm-hmm. so That's there it is. Yeah, well, like, the hot talkers, yeah, you just I learned that. Black, we just learned that. But, it, it, and, and to end that, too, with, like, with Hutch, is that... It's a very great balance of, like, vintage furniture and timeless, like, items also curated with things that are, are relevant and new and local, and there's just a plethora of amazing stuff in there. And, you know, it, it's on trend. It's on, like, with, you know, the culture currently. It's just tons of amazing stuff in there. And not to mention, Omaha Talkers, you just listen to the people, the two guys that are running this whole thing. So this is a personable experience. It's not a click and a buy kind of deal. This is, you've heard the story. So please check out Hutch. And as we conclude episode 14 of Omaha Talks, I would like to give the mic to both Brandon and Nick. It's all yours. What do you guys got? Um... So, I feel like episode 15, we might be back as well, because there's, like, I feel like we just talked about the beginning. Sure. You know, like, there's so much stuff that we're doing now that we we didn't touch on. Like, that was just, like, the first, like, year of how it happened, but since then, we've had some amazing opportunities, and this next year are doing some pretty exciting projects. Um... We're, yeah, we're opening up a store in Kansas City um, in May. We're also um, opening up a separate retail concept um, in, uh, I don't want to say the location yet, but uh, we're opening up another retail concept this year as well around the same time. Here in Omaha? Yep. Nice. And have uh, some other business partners that we're, we're doing some other things with as well, so um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would love if you guys would have us back at oh, some absolutely. point to like talk no about question. this has been too much fun, we're, man. We're doing now, yeah. Um, I feel like that could be really fun too, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Brandon, you got anything to add to that? Oh man, well, I feel like you're being really like, um, stay tuned, secretive, <laughs> but I'm not gonna be so secretive, so I mean. So part of what we didn't get to really touch base with was we're really kind of leaning hard into this uh, 
the whole local maker thing that's going on in our city and, you know, everywhere. And um, I guess, you know, with our next retail concept, we're going to be leaning really hard into that. And so I guess just anybody who's listening who, you know, I think what what one thing I wanted to say during this show that we didn't necessarily get to say was that I think something that we're so creative about or sorry, so passionate about is creativity. And I think that we, you know, really want to be a part of uh, cultivating this whole, you know, creative momentum in Omaha. And um, I think like the maker scene in Omaha is actually pretty small and I would love to see it like just blow up. And when we go to Kansas City, you know, the scene's pretty happening and, and uh, I would really love to see Omaha really catch up to that and become something. And I just really feel like it's about people being like dawning on them that like, you know, even my best friend this past week, we were trying to get her to make soap and candles. And it's like, you know, we can help you create a cool brand and make something really cool. So it's just really about like people realizing that yes you go to college and get a degree but you don't have to be in the corporate world like you can go do something really creative and fun and make money and um I just think that's like so important and so valuable to like the culture of Omaha so I'm so glad you said that because people in that position need to hear that Mm -hmm. yeah you don't need to take the rat race cubicle yeah like chase it's it. Actually, horrible. Do it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, and I that's think, kind I of. I think everyone ever always like questions themselves or like, can I do it? And it's one of those things that I've always learned that if you love it, there's tons of other people that love it as well, and mm-hmm. you just need to throw it's... yourself out there. And yeah, it, it's a scary thing, but um, yeah, it is. Yeah, scary. It, just, it just works out. It, it always I, ends up working out. Yeah, and I think too. Like, knock on our door. Like, we're we've we've hosted so many you know, you know, local makers and we know what can help you sell better or, you know, what's hurting you. And I think we're very open to discussions about this can make you better and this can make you sellable. So, so we really are, we're really passionate. Like I feel like part of my personality is I, I love to be cheerleaders for other people and we've given we've been given a really unique opportunity to to do that and that's really exciting um the concept is going to be called made in omaha um we're partnering with the guys in kansas city uh they have a concept called made in kc okay and we're partnering with them to uh to open a a concept here in omaha to be the omaha branch of that um so it'd be all omaha makers um and that's that's really exciting. And you've said a few times that like, you know, we love what we do. We're just glad that you like it too. Mm-hmm. Like I say that, like literally to anyone who has ever said like, oh my gosh, Hutch is so great, or like you know like, oh my gosh, we I feel like we just run in circles and we love what we do. I'm just so happy that you two you do too. You know like that's it. I feel like I. I try to keep my finger on the pulse and try to be relevant of what else is going out there. And, I, and I've traveled and lived in Seattle and bigger cities and things like that. And it's just that, like, Omaha has everything that those cities have to offer, if not more. And, and also with, like, maybe more thought and passion because yeah. we are smaller. And, um, yeah, it's insane. Just to even just – and we talk about this with, like – uh, culinary world and the the food within the last music, like, five years, music, everything. The, we have so much to offer here that I, I think yeah. the world. Well, in a in a way, I don't want people to find out about it, right? Because I don't want it to be the next Portland or the next Seattle or anything. But like I don't that. think it will be. And I don't think it will be. But there's so much, so much like money and culture, and there's just so many things in this in in this city to like really like you know put it on the map and do some really cool stuff. And uh, I feel like we're just like, just on the tip of the iceberg right now. So I agree. I agree, and that is honestly everything that all you guys just said is kind of the ethos of Omaha Talks, which makes me so happy. Not only to meet you guys, but grateful for what you guys do, and that's awesome. Do you do you have a sale coming on? Oh, uh, we have a warehouse sale, I guess. All the we have all this amazing furniture that like people will be like. 
hey, this sofa is like 10%. That you guys have had since you guys met, right? Is it? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, <laughs> like people who have like, you know, a certain space, like this, this sofa is 10% more gray than I thought it was going to be. So I'm going to return it. So we have all this amazing furniture that's completely flawless in our warehouse that, yeah, we're having this big warehouse sale that I'm always sad. I'm like, really? We're selling this for a discount because it's in perfect shape. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it, it's either it's either returns or damaged goods or stuff we pulled off our floor because we no longer sell the item. Sure. Um, so, but a sale none, nonetheless. Yeah. yeah. I think there's over like 50 pieces of furniture as well as like tons of it. It's probably our biggest warehouse sale to date. We've done like two or three of them before. And where can um, people find this? Like, what's your? I'm obviously you have a website. But, yeah, uh, we have a website. We haven't actually posted about it yet. Um, we will soon. We're still going back and forth on if it's going to be at our warehouse or if it's going to be at Hutch. Okay. Um, so it's regardless, it's February twenty fourth, <laughs> um, from ten to two, is probably. Um, what it's gonna be at? So I would I would recommend getting there early. We typically have anywhere from probably seventy to one hundred people lined up before it it starts. So if you're looking for furniture, want to get it, you know, half off of what you see in the shop. It's a really good opportunity to do that, and a ton of accessories too. We've we've stockpiled a ton of stuff from this last year that we're gonna sell. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first on Law Talkers. Uh, once again, thanks. To both you guys, this has been a great podcast. We had a lot of fun hanging out with you guys. Um, and as you heard, the sale is on February 24th. Yep. Check Saturday. it out. Uh, it's on a Saturday. Bring your checkbooks, stock up your house, and look cool. Thanks for listening, Omaha Talkers. This concludes episode 14. And uh, stay tuned, y'all.